Hi, I'm Cheryl Waters. Welcome to Live on KEXP at Home. Today we have RVG all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Hi, Romy and Mark. How are you? Good. How are you going? Hey, yeah, good, good. <laughs> I'm doing great. I am just beyond delighted to be sitting here with you right now, all the way around, halfway around the world. We had been wanting to set up a session with RVG for, I think, over a year right now, but for a while you weren't able to get together and play as a band and make some videos for this session. What was it like not to be able to get together for so long? Uh, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we this this is doing the sessions the first time we've seen each other in 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 months. But fortunately, last day today, so that's good. So, yeah, tell me about that. I was talking with Mark earlier and talking about how uh, it seems like we haven't really been on the exact same cycle for COVID restrictions. I know I was speaking with some people in Melbourne over a year ago, and there were concerts and things going on when we were in pretty tight lockdown. And then we started to see our vaccination numbers rise here in the U.S. and started to open up a little bit more. And then that seemed like you all started to lock down and uh, haven't been able to play. So um, what's going on right now? What are things looking like in terms of live music and shows? Uh, I think they're slowly coming back now. I think we've just finally kind of gotten to a point where we can start easing stuff now. It was, it was, we had a pretty good middle though. Like the end of, end of last year, early this year was, was pretty fun, but um, I guess, it's all different. <laughs> the rest of Australia is just—it's just, it's just uh, the the east side of Australia. The the rest of Australia has been has been pretty good mostly for the whole time. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad we worked it out to be here together today. Feral was on my list of my favorite albums of 2020. It is such a wonderful record, and I actually first discovered RVG when I was in Melbourne in 2017, and I hadn't heard of the band. I was invited to a show at this beautiful venue called The Forum, and you were playing, and a lot of people, I think this was November, December 2017, and a lot of people uh, were t talking about you and saying, yeah. make sure you get there and that you can see them. And that's the year that you had released your first record, A Quality of Mercy, and Again, just such a beautiful venue and what a great show. So I fell in love with you then and had been keeping track of you. And then when Farrell came out, I was so excited. So you and Mark have known each other for a while. You used to play together in other bands. Tell me a little <laughs> bit about, about the history of the band. Um, yeah, we played. We played, wow. used to play in another band, me and Mark. Uh, Mark quit. <laughs> and then... Um, and so and then that kind of that coat band kind of died partly because Mark quit. And then I started another band. And then Mark was like, Can I play can I play drums for your new band? And I, and I was back like, in. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, Mark. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I guess just um yeah, I at the time, you know, I'd played in bands before. We'd all played in local bands and kind of just I I wanted to make some sort of kind of tape like a record of songs and Mark and and a few other people Ruben uh, were like let's let's we'll let's play music together and it just kind of just kept doing it really which is until now 
Well, yeah, I vividly remember actually seeing you play a live show at uh, the Tote Front Bar, and it was just like, oh. I was just, yeah, just like regretting. The songs, like, the songs oh, are a lot better, to be fair. What, before? No, I know. Like, <laughs> now they're better. Yeah, uh, you, you need, yeah. I was like, oh, you need a band behind you, and, and I want to ride on your coattails. <laughs> You're lucky Roman gave you another chance, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's listen to some of the songs that you recorded for KEXP. We have uh, three great ones to share right now, starting off with one that we've been playing for a few years now, Alexandra. It's RVG live on KEXP at home. Enjoy. Dishonor us That's where my patience ends And your 
That's RVG live on KEXP at home. And tell me about where you've recorded those songs. That looks like a cozy little space. Um, yeah, it's a, a place called Sound Park, which is kind of very close to, it's the closest to all of our houses. It's kind of, but um, it's just a nice little recording studio. It has rehearsal studios at the back that um, we've been rehearsing in for a couple of years now, which is good. But mm. very, very nice. You know, it's, you kind of, yeah. when you rehearse there, you sort of run into other bands everywhere and it's, it feels good. It feels good. Like we've always had a really good time doing stuff there. Right. Run by um, a legend named Edge. He's like done so many. What is he? He's done like so many albums. Uh, he's got them all like in his room. So you have like Dave Graney and all that. Yeah, yes, yeah, so has lots of stuff. It's uh, there's, yeah. there's only so many places you can record in Melbourne. There's a there's three or four yeah. studios. You know, <laughs> he's um, got great gear. So a lot of people yeah. pass through that. Well, those studios must be really busy because there are sure a lot of great bands in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's uh I'm very excited to actually see some bands when we get out of lockdown. It'll be good. It's a great band every every night of the week somewhere in Melbourne. Romy, you've described yourself as a very lyric-driven person and the lyrics always jump out at me when I listen to any song of yours. The lyrics in Feral are just impossible to ignore. They're imbued with such feeling, such honesty, humor at times, and they also share really intense and difficult experiences. When writing Feral, did those stories come easily to you? Uh, <laughs> no, no, they don't. I, I, think, um, I think it's... It, it takes me a while to write stuff, like not just because I'm just I could be pretty lazy sometimes when it comes to like putting songs together, but just it is kind of like the kind of songs I want to write. It is quite uncomfortable. Like I am, I don't have the kind of voice um, where I can kind of <clears throat> where it doesn't matter what I sing because it kind of just the words do stick out with my pronunciation and stuff, which is kind of partly from coming from Adelaide and having like a very weird accent, kind of a weird British Australian accent. So I've got to make the words count. And the best way of doing that is to kind of just go for it and kind of do things in a kind of particular way. But yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> it, it remains difficult. <laughs> Well, the first song that we just heard, Alexandra, is a mixture of autobiography, but also stories from articles that you've read. You said that you've pieced together into this hyper-realism song. And uh, to quote you, in past interviews, you've said lots of melodrama in there. Yeah. Do you typically look outward for lyrical inspiration or where do you, where do you find your stories? And um, I, I generally, I, I guess, I do look outward in the sense that it's 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 much more of a it's much more of an interesting thing for me to kind of find characters and situations that I make it so it's not just me being like very direct like um, first person emo kind of music. I like to have a little bit of a spin on it, um, but at the same time, it sort of has to connect to something in my life. So it's kind of I end up with these kind of weird weird things, weird little stories that sort of um, I can really relate to, if that makes sense. 
Well, almost every time I play a song, one of our listeners, which we're in the fortunate position here at KEXP, where we have direct connection with the listeners when we're on the air playing music and they email in and they text in and tell us how they feel about what we're playing. And every time I play an RVG song, I hear from one or more people. I mean, the lyrics jump out even at first listen. So... Something in there is definitely resonating with people. You first released Alexandra, I think back in May of 2019, and though I imagine the album had probably been finished a while before that, but as touring is going to be starting back up again and you've gotten together with the band to play this session, you know, you've started, you've stopped, you've started, you're stopped. What does it feel like to revisit these older songs two plus years down the road? Uh, yeah, it's it's hard, I think. Um, kind of, I, I mean, we held on to this album for a while. I'd written the songs, a lot of the songs go back like a year before, a few, a couple of years before, um, we released it and, uh, I didn't really write any new songs cause I wanted to maintain that energy. Like I wanted to kind of in pre- like in preparations, I just wanted to kind of focus on this as a thing. So I didn't really write anything new and as soon as the album was released, um, it kind of felt like it, things had kind of moved on a bit. So I was able, I started writing heaps of new songs. And so going back to it, it's going to, I think, I think that like, it's a good thing that I'm not as connected to it, like, as I was back then, because I think that it makes me sing the songs better. And it makes me kind of uh, appreciate my work a lot more. Because I was too, I think I was just a bit too involved in, in the, when it was when we're going through the whole process, and we have a bunch of new songs, so when we play shows, it's going to be like fresh but nice, you know. Yeah, it was fun to hear some new songs today. You included some in this set. You just played "Tropic of Cancer." That was the second song there. Tell me about that song and the new songs and how they feel to you. Um, oh, "Tropic of Cancer." Uh, um, that we, we went over to Europe in like 2019 um, and we did, we had two um, tours and in, and in the middle of it, I decided to stay in, in Berlin and try and write something. Cause I was kind of like, I was getting a bit like, um, I had pretty like what, well, like what I was saying before about kind of not being able to write new songs. Um, and I kind of just kind of wrote, this is, I, I was like, I'm going to go to Berlin. I'm going to sit in a room and I'm going to try and actually write like an album's worth of songs. And I just got distracted and I wrote about half a song, which was Tropic of Cancer. And so I kind of, that's, that's kind of the oldest one of the ones we've written. And um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, uh, my, my best friend's a Capricorn and I'm a Cancer. And I was like, I really I'm like you. Capricorn. Your- oh, really? Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I'd much rather be a Capricorn than a Cancer, you know. I guess, like, it's just kind of a, a weird, coming from a weird perspective like that, I guess. <laughs> That's so weird because I'm a Capricorn and all my best friends are Cancer. And, yeah, I think I it's, mean, a thing. De- it's a, it's there's, a yeah, thing. Yeah, it's definitely a thing, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that, uh, I can't remember which is which, but they said when you're in a group of people that Capricorns are like the father and, Campricor- or, and Cancers are like the mother. They sort of take care of everybody. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> Well, that's nothing like Romy. (laughs) No. (laughs) Tell me about the dynamic in the band, Mark. (laughs) Romy agreed there, but she just thought she was being, it seemed like maybe you were just being kind to agree with me there. 
Well, Mark and Ruben are both ta- <laughs> Mark and Ruben are both Taurus, like Taurus, so that kind of works oh. out as well. Is, I don't yeah, actually believe in star signs, but I like to kind of I like to kind of it's a fun kind of way of uh, kind of analyzing stuff. It's a good framework, you know. Well, the reason I kind of started to believe in them, although I don't study it in depth or, you know, or chart my life by it or make decisions with it. But, you know, when you find one day, all of a sudden, most of your friends are one sign or you're drawn to some people or you're like, boy, I don't know anybody of that (laughs) sign. (laughs) It's like, okay, (laughs) you have to maybe start thinking that there's something there. Well, Mark, what did it feel like, um, you know, to start playing these new songs, the with the band and even just to come together and start playing again after a break. Um, it was just like a bit of like a, a double whammy playing, like <laughs> playing with each other again and being recorded and being filmed. It was, it, it was a lot, but it was also <laughs> refreshing and good to know that we can still do this like in ourselves, at least for me, I was like, Oh, can I still even play? And sure enough, I think we pulled it off and it, uh, yeah, it's totally kind of got me on a different, a better trajectory. I'm a, I'm a lot happier for, for doing that and been like practicing in myself and all that. Yeah. So feels great. The, the fact that we can like not see each other for two months and then have like an hour's worth of rehearsal and kind of do good work yeah. is, is it's good to know. I mean, this this band kind of was always like we, when we first started, we never really rehearsed that much in the first place. So it's kind of um, we kind of we we sort of have we kind of have a weird um, callous about it. Yeah, blasé <laughs> sort of. But at the same Works time, when it does come come to when it does come to the crunch, we we do actually uh, rock up to interviews an hour earlier. <laughs> Right, listeners don't know you were an hour early today, which Daylight I feel saving. a little guilty about because it's uh, <laughs> it was eight a.m. for you and afternoon here in Seattle. So uh, you're such sweethearts to do this so early with us today. Well, you definitely pulled it off using your words, Mark. These songs sound fantastic. Let's listen to a couple more. Here's another new song, Tambourine. It's RVG live on KEXP at home. They're playing drops of Jupiter 
That's RVG live on KEXP at home. That song you just heard, I Used to Love You. KEXP listeners will recognize that, getting tons of airplay. And Tambourine is a new song. And Mark, I think you said earlier before we started recording that this that we're among some of the first people to hear some of these new songs. Yes, yes. And um, you should be privileged. <laughs> we do feel very privileged. And that's a, that's a great song. You recorded your you, you mentioned the tote earlier, Mark, and I know you recorded your first record, Equality of Mercy, at that iconic Melbourne venue, um, although after hours, so they're not it's not a live show. But for Farrell, you were able to go into the studio, but I think that you still capture a real spontaneity and electricity of a live performance. Tell me about those two experiences and have you recorded the new songs yet? And if not, what will you do for those? Uh, should I? Okay, okay. okay. Oh, do you yeah. want to go? I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess we kind of, we tried to record um, the songs for the second record. We tried to do it like tracking Mark's drums, kind of oh, trying to overlay stuff on top of it. And it just didn't, it just really didn't work for us. Like we just kind of needed to kind of have a very live feel. At, and maybe, maybe at the time, I'm not sure what we'll do with this record. But um <clears throat> And then, like, just happened that Victor, who's done some amazing records, happened to be in Melbourne at the time that we really needed someone to make a record for us and just kind of made it sound really good and really, really live. It had a feel to it. Like, um, it was kind of just very intuitive and quite similar in the way we did the first record, except with a bit more focus, maybe. And um, we didn't spend... Because we 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 got very lazy with the first record. We kind of um would record. We recorded like a bit, and then we just like not do anything for three months. And then I'd be like, oh, we should probably finish this record at some point. And then we then we do a bit more, and we slowly like edge our way towards finishing it. But I don't know what we'll do with this this next record. I I'm just excited to 
just um, do it. Like I'm excited to kind of experiment with things. I've got a bunch of new pedals and I just really want to make some very loud sounds for a week or two. <laughs> yeah. You um, you recorded at I think a couple of studios I saw, and one of them was the Bakehouse, which I got to visit when I went to Melbourne. And that place seems like a very creative environment. There's art everywhere. And um, how do the two experiences compare? Doing it in a studio versus you know in, in a venue like that. Uh- well, that's a that's a different bakehouse for one thing. That's like they have oh. like they have a little rec- yeah. uh, recording studio in Fitzroy, which is uh, where I think like you know some really great bands have made some really great records in there. But um, yeah, it was I don't know. It was it was just it was, the studio was is a different vibe. It's just kind of you really have to make it feel feel comfortable. Um, at the toe, it was very much like we'd played so many gigs there that we just kind of like, and uh, one of us at the time was working there that it just felt like kind of a, a second home, you know. But you don't have people banging on the window telling you to turn it down, which is what happened when we were recording the first record. We'd have uh, someone who lived like three blocks away was like, can you please turn it down? And it's like, this is a this is a venue. This is like... <laughs> I love it. Well, Romy, you've talked about being inspired by compilations from the 50s and 60s, songs about death, simple, upbeat songs with dark lyrics. And I can definitely hear that juxtaposition in your music, that upbeat with sort of some of the dark edges. Tell me about the desire to keep that sound light when diving into that dark subject matter. Although I definitely feel like your songs are filled with a lot of hope and vitality. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of old fifty songs are as well. I think they've got that kind of like that spirit of kind of um, looking at things in the brightest possible way. I don't know. I just I my one of my favorite songs of all time is uh, "Last Kiss," the the the, the um, original fifties one, where it's kind of um, it's just a very intense song about this car crash and it's just uh, it gives me shivers thinking about it but it's such a beautiful song it's got these beautiful like major chords and at the end there's like a little bit of hope where it's just kind of like you're sort of singing it's just I, I mean that's kind of the what I kind of try to model a lot of my songs on is like that kind of feeling mostly and and like kind of death discs from like the 50s and 60s there's there's a a, a great compilation called The Grim Reaper's Greatest Hits that I listen to um, a lot. And um, that's probably my, my biggest inspiration is kind of, yeah, I guess the juxtaposition is just kind of like I don't want to, um, I don't like kind of doing things in a very kind of emo kind of ah kind of way. I like to have a bit of hope and it makes things a bit more interesting. It kind of gives a bit of color to, to what I'm trying to sing about. And it makes people more interested as well. I don't think people would, if I was doing things like very discordant and like screaming at people, I, I think, yeah, you catch more flies with uh, honey than you do with vinegar, you know? 
Well, those jangly guitars certainly pull me in (laughs) with the honey there. They are so beautiful. You do all feel like you have been playing together a long time, and you've mentioned several times today how lazy you are (laughs) and how you don't rehearse and you put things off. But when you come together, you sound fantastic. I mean, there must just really be a lot of, of friendship and trust among all of you. You seem to really enjoy playing together. Yeah, yes. I think we're, we're having a really good run at the moment. I think, like, I'm really, I'm really enjoying everything now. Uh, yeah, we do, we do like to put ourselves down. It's an Australian thing, so, you know, tall poppy <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a new band as well. We've got, a, we've got Izzy on bass, a new bass player, and uh, the new songs... To me, it feels like a totally different band and totally different, um, lack of a better word, vibe. It's a, it's a, it's a totally different vibe and it's, it's a lot more enjoyable. And I think we're a lot more open with each other now, been through quite a bit with touring and such, um, that it does feel like a family, whether or not, you know, you do get annoyed at each other, but you know that it's just like you would family. It's... It's yeah, great. and the new songs help. The new songs really add like an extra, um, uh, yeah, add add to the vibe. I mean, playing new songs is is it's been really feeling really good. Yeah, I I'm just always like, oh, I don't want to like. I'm reluctant to play new songs so quickly because we've like missed two years of like being able to show everyone live, feral. But that's also like the frustrating bit as well. So we don't necessarily like to play same old songs but like gotta play them for the peeps yeah i mean you have missed so much touring you were scheduled to tour with faith no more in 2020 as i recall (laughs) and that got rescheduled for early 2021 and now rescheduled again for 2022 and uh but i know that the pixies tour had to reschedule part of their Australia tour back in March 2020, but they were able to play two sold-out Melbourne shows before the tour was cancelled. Yeah. So yay for that. Um, I have to say, Pixies and RVG sound like a fantastic show to oh. me. How were how were those shows? Oh, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> I my, my biggest regret is that sort of I we had the whole tour coming up and I was like sort of standing side of stage and I wasn't watching them properly because I was like I'm gonna really like when we get to like Sydney I'm gonna really like watch them at like because we're gonna play at the front of the opera house as I then this would be the perfect time like so I'm just gonna casually watch them in Melbourne (laughs) of course like (laughs) none of those shows happened but it was it was I mean they're like they're one of my favorite bands I think like they're incredible it was so weird I remember because I was in the crowd watching them and I was just thinking, like, this is just before lockdown and, like, all, all of it turning to shit. I just remember, like, <laughs> looking looking at people and, like, I saw, like, someone cough. I'm like, oh, oh God, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was, was actually uh, tense. It was quite tense because, like, yeah, that, that – It was um, a bit tense, yeah. Yeah, they full gave us, like, a run-through of, like <laughs> – It was at the beginning. Like, what <clears throat> Yeah, yeah like no beginning. one knew what was going on. You know, before the zombies come, it was just like, you know, <laughs> hearing like little reports of the zombies. So, you know, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it was so hard to <laughs> even wrap our brains around what what would come and what it would yeah. look like back then. Uh, yeah, what what a strange time it's been. Well, I do hope that you are playing more shows soon. Definitely stay safe, though, and I'm eager to see you over here in the U.S. I'd love to host you here in our studios in Seattle if you find your way this way soon, I hope. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, thank you for having us. Yeah, it's, uh, no, it's, been, it's been really great. Oh, thank yeah. you yeah, so real much. Pleasure, and, real pleasure. And thank you for sharing new songs with us. I look forward to hearing more. It just wet my whistle for those. <laughs> well, you've oh, been listening to RVG Live on KEXP at Home. Romy and Mark, thanks again so much for joining us. And thanks to all of our wonderful listeners for supporting great sessions like this. We'll see you soon. Discover new music at listenerpoweredkexp.org.